this will be my last episode. Um, let's just do this, okay? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Victoria. I'm back with another episode of the V-List Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. This will be my last episode of 2023. Wow. I mean, do you really care? <laughs> Let's be real. I, I highly contemplated quitting this podcast this year for multiple reasons, multiple, multiple reasons. But I have had a few coming to Jesus moments and I've decided that is not what I'm going to do because I have a vision for this podcast and that vision has not come to fruition yet. So I cannot give up on the vision that I have just because it doesn't look that way now. To recap 2023, what a year, man, what a year this has been. Woo! God has kept me. He has sustained me. He has encouraged me. I have had several moments where I have had glimmers of hope and renewed vision. And I'm holding on to those things. I'm holding on to those things as, as we go into 2024. I understand that you're not always going to be on the mountain peak. You're not always going to be at the top. You can't hop from glory to glory. You can't hop from mountain peak to mountain peak. You have to descend before you ascend. And this year has just been a year of dissension. It's been a year of letting go, releasing, shedding things that don't serve me, but also just putting me in a place of where I am now understanding more deeply that I was in a place of protection. Psalms 27.5 came to me this weekend and I was thinking about how when you're in those valleys and in, in those moments where you need protection, God says he will hide you. He'll hide you during those moments. But that hiding is a form of protection. And I've literally felt hidden this entire year. I felt disregarded. I felt rejected. I felt cast away, forgotten about, isolated, lonely, um, severely depressed sad, hopeless at times, like all of those things that, you know, happen <laughs> occasionally. But what I have discovered is that I wasn't alone in those feelings. And even though I don't wish misery on anyone, I don't want anyone to feel disdain. Like I want everybody to be happy-go-lucky. I want everyone to feel joy and experience joy and find things that bring them joy. Um, but there is some comfort in knowing that when you're going through your trials, you're not alone in those trials. And I discovered that this year. This past weekend actually was really healing for me, very healing for me, in that I spent a lot of time around girlfriends, different groups of girlfriends um, whom I love dearly and whom I trust love me 
just as dearly. The beginning of the weekend, I kicked it off with my, my girlfriends here in DC. And we always have like an annual kind of holiday get together. And we had our annual holiday get together. And it's always just a nice relaxing time where we just kind of sit around, we drink, we eat, we chill, we might dance, <laughs> listen to music, watch movies, whatever, chit chat, talk, catch up, all of that. And that was really healing for me because it just reminded me of the communities that I've established in the support systems that I have around me. And it reminded me that, again, even though I have felt very alone and lonely and isolated this year, um, I actually do have community. I actually do have people that I can go to who will be there for me in a heartbeat. And I've always known that, but there's just something about feeling like you not having your own you know, family unit or your own thing. But even in that, like my girlfriends, like they all have things going on too. Very different lives than what I live because I don't have children and you know, we've all experienced some of the same things like divorce and things of that nature. And it's been like, you know, a year of transition for a lot of them as well, moving and selling their homes and buying new homes and things of that nature. And I know firsthand the psychological uh, and emotional roller coasters that life can take you on when you're transitioning, whether it's for the good or the bad. And so I understand that. And I think it was just good to have that reminder that while I may have had all of my valleys, things that I've been going through this year, they also have been having things that they've been going through this year. And it's not to say that I want people to suffer with me. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that there is some level of comfort to be had knowing that you're not alone in your suffering and you're not alone in in the feelings that you've been having and it kind of helps you to normalize it and gives you hope to say oh okay well i'm not the only person feeling this way then i can actually you know change the way i'm feeling after uh friday i went to new york to visit one of my other girlfriends there and every time she and I get together it's always just like I swear she and I live like parallel lives and it's <laughs> and we're like it's like we have the same life but like slightly happening at different you know times but then sometimes we're like it's parallel or like our paths cross and it's just really weird and I love her to life <laughs> I love her to life and we spent some time together this weekend and I was you know staying at her house in Brooklyn and even some of the things that she shared with me this year about the things that she had been feeling and going through, they were the exact feelings that I had been having. The feelings of loneliness and isolation and disregard and rejection and feeling cast away, feeling forgotten about, all of those things. Like, And I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. And she's like, no, it's not just you. We were able to bond in that and like encourage each other in that and share just the things that we desire with each other with no judgment. It was just like sheer encouragement, sheer like, I feel you, I see you, I completely understand where you are and I love you and I need you and I wanna help you and I'm here for you. That is exactly the sentiment that I got all weekend, all weekend. And we connected with another girlfriend there um, and hung out with her and she was having some of the same feelings. <laughs> So I'm telling you, it's like, while you may feel alone, trust and believe you are not alone. You're not even alone in the way you feel. I mean, this year got so dark for me and many moments it got dark for me. But at the same time, it was like, I knew that there was a glimmer of hope. I knew that there was light at the end of the tunnel and I had to find my light. 
You know, I think it was hard for me this year to find my light. It's been dimmed. It's been, you know, kind of put out a little bit, the fire, if you will. But I'm finding it again. And one of the things that I shared with them, because I think we're my group of girlfriends, like we're all creative, the, the girlfriends that I went to see in New York, we're all creatives to an extent, but we've also all been professionals and corporate professionals and had professions and, that we chose and either walked away from or have been misplaced from, whatever the case may be. But those careers that we decided to let go of was opening up space for us to dive into our creative side more. They're both creatives. We all made choices that we wanted to be, we wanted to use our creative gifts more. And for me, the podcast has always been an outlet for me. I, when I started this podcast, I've always wanted it to like grow, but I never intended to start the podcast for it to like blow up and make me popular or anything like that. Now, would I like to, you know, make a name for myself in podcasting? Would I like for this podcast to sponsor me or and, and, and sustain my lifestyle? Absolutely. I'd be lying if I said that I did not want those things. But I started this podcast just as a way for me to express myself. It was a way for me to share the things that I've been going through in my life and the lessons that I've learned. And I feel I've done that. I feel like I have done that since 2018 when I started this podcast. I have been authentic. I have been I've shared parts of my life that I never talked about before. Um, I've had guests on that I thought were interesting. And again, this is a podcast about everything from A to B. So I don't have like a specific niche, if you will. And that was one of the things that kind of discouraged me from starting a long time ago was when I kept telling people I wanted to start a podcast, it was like, well, what's your niche? What are you going to talk about? Well, what's your brand? And I didn't know anything about any of that. And I still don't. I'm not, my, my branding could use an overhaul. Let's just be real, okay? But it didn't stop me from starting and it still served a purpose for me as an outlet to express myself. And I still use it for that. But in turn, I also discovered that I would really like to be impactful in people's lives. Hence the reason why I started the A to B series. It's the reason why I wrote my journal and wrote the book, The A to B Journal, 22 Thoughts to Enhance Your Life, which is still available for sale on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. But I wrote the book because I wanted to take the things that I was talking about, the things that I was inspired to talk about on my podcast and use them as a way to impact people's lives, help them mo help motivate you as you're going through these different things and, and, and having these different experiences to grow and feel better about yourself. And yes, that does mean that I'm doing the work at the same time, right along with you. But that was the whole sole purpose of this podcast. And I, I didn't ever really lose sight of that, but I think when you start to see things around you or people around you who are doing kind of the same thing or in the same arena, you see them kind of take off or you see their their platforms growing and you see them having wild popularity and they don't really be talking about nothing, for real. <laughs> and, and it makes me feel like, well, dang, what's wrong with me? Like, Am I like, like, what's the, what's the issue? And I know I could do a lot more when it comes to my branding. It could be better. I could do a lot more when it comes to my marketing. So I have to invest in those things. Absolutely. But I also have to just stay focused on why I started this. And I have to continue to, to, to do it, to show up. Because that was what my girlfriends told me this weekend when I told them I was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to be done with this podcasting thing. Because I don't really know who's listening or paying attention anyway. And you know, I can't compete. I can't compete with like the 
people who have thousands and, and of followers on Instagram, TikTok, or whomever, whom have hundreds of thousands of followers on YouTube and their podcasts have hundreds of thousands of downloads and they have sponsors out the wazoo. I can't compete. My girlfriend Nia told me, she's like, please don't stop your podcast. She said, you know, I really love the way that you you show up. You show up authentic. You show up as yourself. And you're not talking about the same things that everybody's talking about. We don't always want to hear those things. And she was telling me that, you know, there are certain podcasters that she listens to that she knows what she's going to get from them, whether it's a Jamel Hill or Amanda Seals or whomever. She knows like kind of the vein that the conversation is going to go in. And for me, she was like, you know, I love that you have a variety of things that you talk about, but I also love that you talk about yourself and your authenticity and your life and the things you're experiencing, because that's interesting to some people. And it makes your podcast uniquely you. So please don't stop it. Don't change the format. Don't look for a niche or try to niche down. Just continue to do it the way you're doing it, but just continue to show up. And if you want to improve some things, I understand that. But just continue to show up and don't stop. You'll never know the avenue or the doors that are open for you. And I believe that. I believe that. You know, maybe podcasting isn't going to be my bread and butter, but maybe it will lead to other things for me. But I do truly, genuinely love having the podcast and I don't want to give it up. I think that that's just a part of life. You know, when you love something, it's hard for you to give it up, even though you might put it on the shelf for a while. You're like, you know what? It This isn't working the way I want it to work. So let me just set this over here and, and I don't know, forget about it for a little bit. But when you really love something, that love prevails. It's not so much that I love podcasting in terms of like what it can do for me. I love it because it's a form of expression for me. It's a, it's a way for me to, to speak about things and share my life, share my experiences and be impactful in other people's, in other people's lives. So if it's something that you love, even if you have put it down for a while or you set it aside for a while, pick it back up. Don't let society and all the competition and the seemingly better podcast or people that you think are doing better than you, don't let that discourage you from doing something that you truly love. And I'm I'm preaching to myself too because this is the lesson that I have had to learn this year. I'm ready to go after all the things that I love. And I've been ready for that. I just didn't have the space or the opportunity. And one thing that this year did afford me was time to really think about the things that I desire and the things that I want for my life. And it also gave me time to reflect on the things that I've lived in the things that I've experienced already. And I get to choose what I want more of or what I don't ever want to do again. And that's the beauty of kind of being in this valley and being protected in this valley. While I've been in this valley this entire year, God has provided for me. I've been protected. I've been sheltered. He has hidden me from the vultures, from the things that could have literally destroyed me. Even when I was on the mountaintop, he was protecting me. And I am so appreciative of that now. And I, I realize that now. I understand now that the valley was, protect, was protection. The valley was protection for me. And I'm so grateful for it. And that doesn't mean that when it's time for me to soar again, that 
I won't be protected anymore. If anything, it means I've built up more of an armor and I'll be more prepared to take on the things that are coming. I'll be more prepared to receive the things that I've prayed for and the desires of my heart. Because I do truly believe that I can still have the desires of my heart and you can too. But we all have these moments where we just have to be still <laughs> Woo! and really know. And that's when you're tested. And I, I, that's what this year has been for me. This entire year has been for me and it has flown by. I did not imagine that I would be in this place this year. Um, I knew change was coming and I knew change was imminent, but I didn't know what that was going to look like. And I know that I'm still, this still isn't it. You know, I'm, I'm still working towards the things that I want, but there have been a lot of doors and windows and pathways that have opened up for me to get ultimately where I want to be. It's really ultimately grateful for that. And I'm just so grateful for community and friendship and like real genuine friendship and real genuine love. People who care about you enough to say, I need you here and I want you here. That really healed me. And I just, you know, I, I believe that my time spent with my girlfriends this weekend was healing for all of us because it allowed us to understand each other on a deeper level. And I mean, we shared some really deep and dark things that we've experienced emotionally, physically, all kinds of things that we've experienced this year. And it, it allowed me to understand the importance of not just showing up for myself, but also showing up for your friends, but also being transparent and being open about what you're experiencing because a, you don't know who may be going through it as well, but B, you don't know who you could be saving. I'm looking forward to, you know, whatever is going to happen next. And, you know, I know we have this, you know, this whole new year, uh, impending new year has a psychological grip on a lot of us <laughs> where we think that magically after the new year, like things are just going to automatically change for the better or, or change for the worse. But honey, that can happen at any moment, at any day. And all I'm saying is whether it my new life starts before the new year or starts after the new year, I am welcoming it. I am ready for it. And I still believe, I trust you, God. And I still believe. I trust you and I still believe. That is going to be my mantra going into this new year because I do. The things that have happened for me this year have increased my trust in God and my faith in God. And my belief isn't going anywhere. I have to believe. I have to believe that the things that I've desired and prayed for are happening for me. Yeah, it keeps happening for me and it's going to keep happening for me. So I want to encourage you to take inventory over, you know, what you were able to learn this year and realize what realizations you came to. But also, I want to encourage you to go after the things you love. Don't get discouraged because you're looking around you and you see turmoil or you see chaos or you see disaster. And don't get discouraged when you see someone doing what you want to do. Because all that should do for you is provide more proof that the desires of your heart are possible. That the things that you want can happen because you can see it. You can have an example in front of you of what it is you want, what it is you're trying to accomplish, what it is you desire. That should give you more hope instead of making you feel small. And that's what I did this year. I, I let 
things that I saw that I really desired, I let it make me feel small in that, oh, well, that that's already happening for that person. So I can't do it anymore. That's not true. That's bull. If, if, if anything, use them as an example of what is possible. So go after the things you love. Also, cherish the people you love. Listen, love is the greatest tool. And at the end of the day, love will prevail. Even in the scriptures, it tells us that, you know, there's faith, there's hope, and there's love. But the greatest of those is love. When you love something, you will do whatever you need to do to protect it. You will do what you need to do to cherish it and to take care of it. So if you really love something or someone, do that. Take care of them. Cherish them. Protect them. Don't do things that are going to sabotage the things or the people that you love. I'm, again, speaking to myself. That includes family. That includes friends. If I say I love you, if I have ever told you that I love you, oh, trust and believe. It runs deep because my love runs deep. And that's just... It's just who I am, okay? I'm just made of love. I can't help it. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'll probably see you in the new year because I won't be recording another episode this year. But thank you. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening to me. I love you. And I wish you all the best. God bless you. Mwah.